Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mr. Mental Illness himself from TikTok, mental underscore illness on Instagram and things like that. If this is your first time tuning, tuning in, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. I'm self-aware. Like That's my main point. That's who I am. Um, the goal of this is to raise awareness about narcissism, raise awareness to victims, like let victims have a voice, validate victims and everything like that. So today's episode is going to be about children and narcissists, children of narcissists. The, you know, <laughs> this is one of the main questions I get on my TikTok and on my, on my Instagram and things like that. How do you co-parent with a narcissist? Do narcissists love their kids? Like, um, my narcissist abandoned his kids or her kids and things like that. Like they make it so much more difficult to deal with. Um, first of all, dealing with a narcissist and children is going to be hectic. Like <sighs> love. Can, let me answer this question first. Can, can narcissists love their kids? I'm going to say yes. Like, because like I have three kids, like I'm married, I have three kids and that's what makes me like, I'm a self-aware narcissist. Then that's what makes me, I guess, unique and interesting. Um, narcissists can love their kids. Narcissists can cherish their kids. Narcissists can be obsessed with their children. Um, and then you get the other side of the spectrum where narcissists don't want anything to do with their kids. They don't love their kids. They disappear on their children and have nothing to do with them. So it's kind of like, there's, I don't know. I feel like there's no in between. Like either a narcissist really cares about their kids or a narcissist does not care about their kids. And I think the narcissist upbringing has a lot to do with that because in my situation you know like i said i love my kids i have three I have two boys and a girl you know in my situation like, i care about my kids i love my kids but i think my dad might have some mental health issues going on so and he wasn't in my life so i think that kind of propels me as a narcissist to be better than him like i have a superiority a superiority complex towards my dad so i, I just want to be better him better than him in every way shape or form you know so being a better, being a parent, being a good parent is like one way I can be better than him. I can, I can, I can slight him like this. I can do better than him like this. Like I'm already better than him because I'm a better parent than he is. Like I'm gonna say this. Like he has more. Like I have a twin brother and I have like multiple brothers and sisters by him as well. He, um, like me and my twin brother are probably the ones that he doesn't, he never took care of and things like that. So he's not a terrible, terrible parent overall. He was just terrible to you know me. Um, me and my brother, I guess, you know, so, and I feel like my, even my therapist agrees with this, that kind of caused me to be who I am, I've been protecting myself against him, and against the world, because, like, he abandoned me, and I feel like people, other people are, are going to abandon me, so I need to protect myself at any means, um, but a lot of people ask, is it, is it hereditary, like, is being a narcissist hereditary, I, like, I don't think so, because, like, could it have some, like, some genealogical stuff, yes, because, like, my, you know, I said my um my dad's dad, my grandpa, my paternal grandpa actually um killed himself. Like he committed suicide 
when my dad was eight years old. So he had some mental health stuff going on because he decided to get up at 5.30 in the morning on a Monday morning, go downstairs into the bathroom and shoot himself in the head um, <laughs> with a small caliber pistol. And when my dad was eight years old. So could that have caused my dad to become a narcissist because his dad literally abandoned him in the worst possible way? Like his, he decided to leave. He, my dad, my paternal grandpa decided that, you know, he would rather leave this earth than be a parent and deal with the struggles of being like living, you know? So that's the ultimate abandonment right there. Like you decided to go to, and why, why you, why they in the house? Your wife and kids downstairs. So, you know, I hated my dad a long time for, like, not being a super parent. But, like, when I found that out, and I found the only reason I found it out because I got on Ancestry.com and found my grandpa's, like, death certificate. And it said, like, small caliber um, small caliber gunshot wound to the head. Self-inflicted. I'm like, this might committed suicide. Like, that's weakness. So I already got weakness in my blood, you know. So I'm like, I can't be weak. I'm going to be super dad. So I, I, I'm I probably overparent. Like my, my wife calls me a helicopter dad. Like I'm a helicopter parent. You know what I mean? So I do too much. I do, I parent too much. You know what I mean? Cause I want my kids to be the best possible. So I, I probably parent too much, but then like you get the other narcissists. Like I have friends that are narcissists and whatnot. Like they parent completely differently. They, they're not like super, like they're involved in our kids lives, but to the point where they like, they're like the, the fun in the kids lives. Like, the kids go with them the weekend or you mean the week or whatever, and it's like vacation time. Like we get to go party, we need to go out to eat, we get to go do stuff like that. But there's no educational value, there's no schoolwork involved into it. It's just like fun, fun, fun. It's like party, party, party. Like I'm the fun parent. Like I don't have any rules over here. Like my, mommy's house has rules. Daddy's house, you know, we're gonna have fun over here. Mommy's house is school and work and stuff like that. But daddy's house, fun, fun, fun. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna watch, you know, we're gonna watch movies, we're gonna eat popcorn, we're gonna we're going to eat terribly over here. We're going to do what we want to do over here because this is dad's house. And dad is the fun parent. Or mom is the fun parent. You know, because the women are narcissists too. Um, <laughs> but this is how it goes right there. And, I, like, and then abandoning their, abandoning their kids. Like, boy, like, that's the tough thing right there. Like, what would make somebody abandon their kids? So I think the narcissists that abandon their kids are the worst breed of narcissists. If they're like, if narcissists were bred like puppies or dogs or something like that, like the, the, the children abandoners are the worst breed. Like I can't under, like I can't fathom like leave my kids like high and dry and never seeing them again. Like what the hell is going on through your brain? But I, I, I've seen it happen before and I've talked, I mean, I don't have friends with these people. I talk to them. I'm like, what's going on with her? And it's always an excuse, like, man, you know my baby mama, man. She don't want she don't want me to be in the kids' lives or whatever. So man, it's stressful trying to see my kids and stuff like that. So I you like I like, you know what? Pump it. You can take the kids, take care of them. You mean I tried my hardest and she kept me from them. Excuse. Terrible excuse too. You know, that's a, that's an excuse that that men used to get other women too. Like my, my baby mama won't see let me see my kids. Like, get the hell out of here. Like there's there's no force on this planet of earth that can stop me from seeing my kids. So I think this weak a weak man, a weak woman state, statement right there. Like, my baby mama won't let me see my kids and stuff like that. And then like, you know, narcissists see a lot of narcissists or most narcissists see their kids as reflections of themselves. So if they see some kind of if they see themselves in their kids, they might abandon them. Like if because the narcissists know like if you see the narcissists know if they're weak. They know but a man or woman know if they're a weak person. So they know like if a narcissist has a kid and that kid starts to they think the kid starts to turn out like them, they're like, Oh, this is a weak person. You know, I can't have this around me because I'm so strong. But in their mind they know they're weak, so they abandon their kid, they leave them. What kind of like, it doesn't make sense, but it does to me. You know, I'm just like, why are you <laughs> I don't get it. Like 
if your kids are a reflection of you and you are weak, then why you abandon them? You can help making them strong, but like, you know, that's how the, the weak narcissist brain works. You know what I mean? And like I said, I think that the kid abandoning narcissists are the absolute worst narcissists on this planet. Like, I think it's a weakness. I think it's a weak human, human, you mean, a weak human being to be able to abandon something you created. You know what I mean? And maybe that's just me being me. You know, I know people are going to have touch, be touchy on this because, like I said, people are going to hear this and, and hear that excuse, that same excuse and be like, well, my baby mama won't let me see my kids. Again, there's no force on this planet that's going to keep me from my kids unless I, unless you are here doing some crazy stuff. Like, if you are here doing crazy, you don't deserve you to see your kids. You know what I mean? And then, like, leverage. Let's go talk about kids and, like, using their kids as leverage. Narcissists will literally use their kids as leverage to continue hurting the person that that left them, hurting the person that they decided to leave. Like a narcissist will literally cheat on you, abandon you in their family, and then like you know, use the kids as leverage to continue to hurt you. Like you know you have parental parental rights. So when the kids are with you that weekend, the only thing you do that whole weekend is like bash the other the bash the other parents, bash the non narcissist parent. You're like. Well, daddy would come see you more often if mommy was letting. You know, mommy's not mommy's not a good person. So, and I, I look, y'all, I say mommy a lot because I'm a man. I, I mean, so, like, it could be from another point of view as well, you know. Um, but mommy's not a good person, so she won't let me see, won't, won't let you spend time with dad ass. But, like, you know, I love you and I care about you even when, I, even when I'm not around you. The whole time, the narcissist doesn't want to be around the kid, you know what I mean? And it's, like, inconvenience, like... <laughs> Especially with like, it's not funny because like I said, I I co-parent with somebody that's not a narcissist. I'm a one hundred percent a narcissist, and I co-parent with somebody that is not a narcissist. So I know how it works. Like, if you want to go co-parent with a, if you want to co-parent with a narcissist, you have like it's gonna sound terrible, but you have to make it about the uh, you have to make it about the narcissist. You have to make it seem like everything that's going to be done benefits the narcissist. As terrible as that sounds, you know what I mean? Like, if you want the narcissist to keep your kid while you go on a date, do not tell him or her that you're going on a date. Just say, hey, look, so-and-so wants to spend time with you. They've been asking about you, whatever, and they miss you, whatever. Make it about them. Make it inflate the ego while getting what you want. And sometimes that, that won't work because you get the sorry-ass parent who's like, oh, that's cool. I'll see him when I I'll see him when I see him. You know what I mean? But, like, make it about them and you might, you know what I mean? It might work. It'll it'll help. And I know you had to swallow your pride and stuff like that to make it about them because it's terrible. Like you, it's terrible that you have to do that to get somebody to step up and be a parent. You know what I mean? And I I hate it, but that's how it is. Like because I know like if my ex would have told me to, to I need like especially if it wasn't scheduled, like she tried to interrupt my schedule to have me watch my son while she because she scheduled an unexpected date or got scheduled for a blind date hell no i'm not inconveniencing myself so you can go out here and no and i'm make you feel bad about it like no i'm not gonna make i'm not gonna watch my son so you can go out here his mom go out here and do some stupid stuff you know what i mean nope 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 you need to be a parent be a better parent be a better example to your son you know I mean and i would have said like it's terrible i would have said some stuff like that i'm better now but i would have said some stuff like that back in the day and your narcissist ex would probably say some stuff like that to you right now like don't let like I know sometimes you want to one-up them and just say, hey, I got a date with a handsome-ass man or with a bad, a bad-ass woman. You know what I mean? 
you want to do that, but like it really will hurt you in the long run because they will try. If they have any kind of power over the situation, they're going to exercise that power. If it's not their weekend, they're not going to change that schedule to uh, make it, you know, to help you out in any kind of way, shape, or form. They're just not going to do that. Point blank, period. You know what I mean? They just won't. There's a hundred percent. They just won't do it because it benefits you, and it doesn't. They, it, there's no benefit in it for them, so it just benefits you. So they're not going to change their schedule. You know what I mean? Co-parent with a narcissist is like super delicate. You have to be super extremely delicate. Like, because if you infringe upon them, then they, you know, if you infringe upon their, their boundaries or if you infringe upon the narcissist's boundaries, you will pay for it. I promise you. As terrible as that sounds. I know, like I said, I know a lot of stuff that I say sounds terrible, but like this is literally how the narcissist mind works. Like, it's about me, 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 me. If, if my kids are doing good, if my kids are great, if my kids are smart as hell, my kids are doing great in sports, then it's about it's about me, 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 me. But it's also about them because like they they are reflections of me, and if they are reflections of me and they're doing good, then I want to I want to absorb all of that. If I have some superstar kids in athletics or superstar kids in, in intellectual abilities, I want every bit and piece of that. And that's just like how the narcissist mind works. Like if y'all have a kid that's doing great in something, I have a great kid at basketball or a kid that's doing great at soccer or hockey or something like that. I'm going to be all involved because I want everybody to know, hey, that's my son. That's my daughter right there. You know what I mean? I want to know everybody that came from me. But if that kid is doing bad, you won't see the narcissist. You won't see the narcissist around. You Or, or, or if they are around, they'll be in there embarrassed as hell. Like, oh my goodness. Oh my God. Every time a kid makes a mistake in the game or something like that, the narcissist will feel embarrassed. Oh, my God. Hide, leave, go to the bathroom, disappear, something like that. Because, like I said, kids are a reflection of the narcissist, and it's it's the toughest thing to deal with, you know what I mean, because narcissists need their ego strokes, and they need to have their, um, everything has to make sense to the narcissist. Like, literally, everything has to make sense. Like, (laughs) if you have, like, if you are going to like have to go to court for custody battles and things like that um, against your narcissistic ex, and you know, like, you, it's hard to prove narcissism in court. And if you, even if you do, you have to prove the behavior. I got that one from Matt Pfeiffer right there. Matt Pfeiffer uh, coaching. Um, you have to be able to prove the behavior in court. But like prepare, like when in court, you need to prepare for everything. You know what I mean? Prepare for the narcissist to pull out all your medications to pull out video recordings of that you might not even know exist of you uh reacting to them like screaming and yelling at them abusing them be prepared for them to show text messages and stuff like that you might not you might have thought they didn't exist or might that you sent three years ago be prepared for everything because anything and everything will be used against you in the court i promise you to make the narcissist look good anything and they're like in court the narcissist will literally try to get a reaction out of you because i want to be liked in court i want the judge like me i want the jury to like me so I'm going to try to get you to react negatively. I want you to cry. I want you to scream. I want you to prove the point to the court that you cannot handle your emotions or handle anything under pressure. And that makes me look better to the court. In the courts, I think. It doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, it might not work. Like the narcissist might bring the next the next supply in there. It might bring the next dude or the next girl and sit in the courtroom with them just to bother you, just to bug you, just to throw you off of your game. Because like you might be your friend or somebody. But they cheat with your friend and they bring your friend to custody court. Oh my goodness. That's meant to throw you off. You know what I mean? But anyways, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I know this thing ran a little long. I got 15 minutes on here, but thank y'all for tuning in so much. If you want to ask any more questions or whatever, you know, I have the Wizio, W-I-S-I-O.com. Search mental illness. You mean, 
personal questions answered, any kind of questions answered on there. And then I also like subscribe, like, subscribe to this YouTube. And then I'm on TikTok where I post daily, three, four, five videos a day, mental illness. And then on Instagram, mental underscore illness. Anyways, y'all, next episode is going to uh, be up. And I might do a video with my wife coming here pretty soon, y'all. So stay tuned to that. And thank y'all for tuning in. I really, really appreciate y'all. I just blew a kiss if you're on the podcast. Thank you, y'all. <laughs> Peace.